Oh, well, hello, all listeners. Welcome to the new year, and all I can say to you all, Happy New Year. I really hope you all enjoyed uh, last year, the way it was. <laughs> Pretty tough for most of us, I guess, but uh, I really hope that this new year is going to be much better for you. Okay, a lot, we are starting a little bit um, slower with all these lockdowns, but it's not as bad. At least we can get into the forests and do some birding. Uh, so I really hope this year, uh, those of you that have been listening to the, to these uh, podcasts, are going to start picking up your binoculars and start birding. I think it's a great time, good time to say, my New Year's resolution, start birding. If, if you're not already, of course. I personally had a great time with my family. And uh, it was great birding with um, both my son, who came from overseas to visit, and my daughter, who uh, hails from Peter Marisburg. So we went around the different forests, and I must say we really, really enjoyed it for some of the time. But anyway, uh, a couple of days ago, I was on the Mdoni Golf Course, and um, I was by the 12th, on the, on the 12th um, green, and there were a lot of swifts and martens and swallows feeding just above us in the sky. They were darting around, and they were really having a good feeding frenzy. There were quite a lot of them. I mean, must have been about a couple of hundred. And a friend turned to me, and he said, you know, how can I tell the difference between swifts, swallows, and of course I saw the martens as well, which he didn't even mention because they, people kind of like ignore them because they don't seem to see them. All they basically see is um, swallows and possibly swifts. But there were plenty of martens around as well. So um, I decided what I'm going to do today is I'm going to talk about these three birds. That's the martens, swifts and swallows. Okay, to carry on talking about the differences between the three, let me, let me start with the two passerines, which is the swallows and the martens. Um, instead of getting very technical, I'm just going to basically say that, um, for myself, a marten is basically a brown swallow, a very dull-looking swallow in a way. And um, most swallows invariably have blue plumage, which is um, often iridescent sort of it's got sort of iridescent characteristics um, on the upper bodies and wings, but uh, quite a few have uh, russet colouring somewhere, uh, whereas martens and swifts do not. As I said before, the martens are basically either a dull brown or grey, with a mixture of white um, as well, but the swifts do not. I mean, the swifts are basically black. Well, they look back black when you see them in the sky, um, but from underneath, they're basically black, and you'll see the other also. There is actually a, 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 a black swallow, but uh, that we call a sawwing. The other thing, there's um, one swift. There's only one swift that we have in South Africa, uh, which is basically very light underneath. It's, there is a bit of white underneath, but most of the swifts, all the swifts under that, are black underneath when seen in flight. As I said, there are a few which have a touch of white on their rumps, uh, different sizes, um, different shapes. Um, but the main problem is, you know, when you look up at the sky and you see all three of them are silhouetted in the sky, it's very difficult to actually separate them apart. But let me see if I can help you. All, all of these three uh, feed the same way they feed on insects on the wing. So while they're flying, uh, 
but the thing with swifts, they tend to fly a little longer than the than the uh, swallows, and they tend to fly higher sometimes when they are doing their feeding. And um, the way they they because they fly a lot longer, they have to have a more streamlined body, which um, you'll notice their body is a little bit more streamlined than the, the swallows. But they have these large, raked, and, and fairly pointed, almost south or uh, it's almost like a sickle-shaped uh, wing tops. So it's, it's like sickle wing in the sky. That's sort of the I think the best way to try and identify them um, differently from the uh, swallows and from the martens. The word I want to mention actually is passerine. It's a terminology which is used a lot in the birding world but it, uh, to explain it easily the reason I mention it is because um, a passerine or a passerine well I'm going to say passerine or a non-passerine a passerine is basically all perching birds uh, that's birds that can actually sit on a on a twig or a, a, on a fence or something like that um, and it includes more than half of the bird species in southern Africa uh, the one interesting thing to know about passerines is that um, three of their four toes point forward, and obviously the one um, faces backwards. But the, for me, the most interesting point is there's a tendon at the rear of the leg that makes the foot cool and grip uh, when the bird lands on a branch. And I, and I guess you could say it's a, it's it's much more convenient for the birds because it's a, a it's more than convenient for the bird because it's basically it's a tendon locking mechanism which um, helps them actually sleep on the branch without falling off. So I guess that's a bit of interesting uh, knowledge that you might want to partake. <laughs> anyway, back to these three species or these three birds that I'm going to talk about. Two of these are passerines and that's the swallows and martens. And the reason why a swift is a non-passerine is they can't perch. They've got very small feet, and they uh, they're very short. And but their feet and their claws are adapted more for cleaning and sort of hanging on. Um, they have a reversible rear toe which allows them to cling better. So they basically will fly into wherever they are, and they'll cling onto the side of their the cliff or their nest, and then from there they will just uh, crawl in and then fly back out again if needed. They just drop off the ledge where um, the swallows and uh, martens will basically perch. In fact, you'll see right near the end of the uh, season, just before migration starts, um, a lot of them will start perching on the wires. As you go past some of the uh, telephone wires or electric wires, you'll see hundreds of them, hundreds of them just sort of um, parking there, perching, as it were, on the wires and the wiring. The one difference um, between the, sol uh, the swallows and the martens is, um, I guess if you really look at them closely against the sky, they really, really look very similar. But one of the differences is that the swallows tend to have a more forked and longer tail than the martens. But if you open any of the bird cards that I've actually spoken about in the past, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And you can really notice the design of the wings, which will be the main thing, which will help you and uh, sort of decide when you start looking up into the sky. The feeding, uh, well, I have mentioned this, but I'm going to mention it again. 
um, when feeding the swifts, they tend to spiral a lot more than the um, swallows and the martens. And uh, they normally feed from much higher up, as I said earlier, than the swallows, because the swallows and martens tend to spend a lot more time closer to the ground. So they, they feed off the insects that come off the grass, etc. Um, swifts, on the other hand, do tend to stay much longer in flight. Um, they've even been known to to sleep at altitude, you know, especially when migrating. Some swifts are actually known to stay in flight for almost most of their lives, just after fledgling. And they'll only alight when, um, when it's time for nesting. They even mate uh, while in the air. <laughs> so get a load of that. Not going to be easy, let me tell you that. But anyway, the other interesting differences they have is uh, when they make their nests. You can always tell the difference between uh, the nests of swallows and, and martens uh, to that of the um, swifts. The nests of the swallows um, tend to be made from mud pellets, which were basically collected from the ground or wherever they can find them. And then they mix their saliva with other sources, like, for example, you'll see them a lot coming over the water of a dam. You'll see them dipping down, oh, you're swimming pool. They'll come down and they'll fly across the top of the water and they'll just scoop a bit of water. So they mix that in there um, with the pellets and their saliva, and it'll help them sort of build their nest uh, up against, well, a lot of them, you must probably find them close to your home, under the roofs, on the side of cliffs, under bridges, things like that. Um, and the swifts, on the other hand, only use saliva to uh, build their nests, uh, but they rather uh, use uh, like feathers and plant materials. And they do this uh, very beautiful little cup shape uh, against the side of the cliffs, etc. Some uh, swallows will also do the cup shape, um, but um, they mostly have a closed chamber. You'll see under the bridges or wherever you look for these, or under your houses or overhangs. Uh, they have these closed chambers uh, with like a tunnel. So, you know, look out for those things and you'll see this is exactly where they nest. Some of them depends where they are at the moment because I know that, uh, and we all know that a lot of these um, swallows will migrate, especially the barn swallow, which will migrate um, overseas or northern in Europe. All the way up there, the barn swallow used to be known as the European swallow. So they go a long way to go breeding because they, they, they specifically don't breed here in southern Africa. And uh, birds generally migrate to improve their survival chances. And obviously when weather conditions are not favorable for them, so they actually move to warmer climates during during winter. But I, but I am going to talk about um, migration of birds at a later stage. And I'll be covering a lot of more in, in detail during uh, that little podcast sometime in the future. So um, please, you know, listen in a bit later and uh, we can um, have a little chat about that. But uh, uh, the rest of the um, swallows, they, they do migrate, but they don't migrate. They either stay into Africa or just laterally or up and, you know, they just go to warmer climates where, within Africa. And then they um, will then breed, breed over there. So in the long run, um, I hope it's not a difficult, I mean, it's not difficult. It is a difficult thing to actually try and explain 
on the radio and I'd rather show you um, myself how to identify or how to look at these things but um, the best way as I said go into the uh, guides one of the guides that I did mention in one of my earlier podcasts go and have a look at them and just study exactly what I was actually talking about um, and you'll see the differences between the two you will see that the um, the difference between the swallows and the martins um, one of the big biggest difference you'll see in the tails the tails of the swallows are a bit longer and a bit sharper more v-shaped and the um, martins what did i say swallows yeah swallows are longer and sharper and the martins are uh, a bit shorter and so and of course the colors are dull when you see them closer to the ground there's a um, a different color swift as well as the uh, palm swift but that's another thing altogether but uh, yeah have a look and see um, what these things look like so swifts as I said before dark sooty brown colors or gray um, they can look black in the star in the sky they have crescent shaped uh, wingspan uh, like a sickle type shape uh, some of them have got short forked tails. Uh, they're bullet-shaped. Almost like a dinosaur-type head, if you look at them uh, a little closer. But uh, the one thing about them, uh, they do shrill a lot. You'll hear them uh, You'll you'll hear them way before you see them sometimes. You'll hear this uh, unmistakable, piercing, high-pitched like scream. And you know, where is that coming from? You look up in the sky, and then you see these hundreds of um, all these beautiful birds in the sky. It's really, really fascinating. The swallows and martins, as I said, the color is um, either dull with the martins or iridescent kind of blue uh, with the swallows. And when you're looking at them, just look at the swallows and or the martins and see if there's any markings that are visible to try and identify the different ones, especially on their breasts. Sometimes there's a necklace or a band that crosses the bird's breast. Um, how long are the big bird's wings? Just have a look at that. How long is the tail? Is it forked? Uh, and the rump? What color is the bird's rump? And these are the type of questions that you can actually ask yourself when you kind of look um, at these birds. But I am going to also deal with specific swallows, you know, uh, more the ones that come or stay around the houses a bit more than than the others that are in the grasslands, etc. And or on the side of the cliffs, like the cliff, serving cliff swallow. So, um, I think this is an interesting way to start because I know that the birds are here and they're going to be swarming a lot. So it'll be very good to um, go in the evenings. You'll see in some valleys, uh, very late in the evening, they'll do a lot of swarming and feeding. It'll be quite great to go down there and try and identify each and every one. (laughs) Take your time because they're very fast. So, um, but it's it's great, you know. But when they do roost, uh, as I said, they do these swallows and the martins, then it's much easier for you to, not roost uh, when they perch, sorry, um, then it's much easier to identify these things. So listeners, um, glad you um, listened again and came back uh, for this for this year, and I'll be doing this every second week on the Burning with Alan. So from Big L, I'll say cheers for now. Until next time, really looking forward to it. Ciao.